Bokartov, we are beginning Parashat Kitisa. Yesterday we did the Haftarav Kitisa, which was the story of Eliyahu at Har Carmel. By the way, which we did mention at the end, the story does end with Eliyahu uh, calling for the heads for the death of all of those Nevi'im of the Baal. Yes. So maybe you could say it's similar to when Moshe says, Mila Hashem Eli, or Bayasu Elav called Bnei Levi, and the Levites came and they killed their brethren. So in this case, Bnei Israel go and they then kill all the Nevi'im of the Baal who were opposing the Eliyahu. Same, same. Maybe it's the same in that regard as well. Yeah, okay. Parashat Kitisa opens up as the whole beginning of the parasha is a continuation of the previous parasha. So the first part of the parasha is about the Machatzita Shekel. Yes. And why would we be speaking about the Machatzita Shekel? Well, because, well, n- more than the census, we're actually speaking about it for another reason. Yeah, they have to prepare to buy the things. Because, we, because if we're going to build the Mishkan, then who's going to pay? We just, we just learned about the Tamid, the Korban Tamid, and the Ketoret. These things are brought to us. Who's going to pay for them? Well, these are things that are done on behalf of the whole Kahal, yes. and they are paid from the funds of the Machasita Shekel. So that's why the parasha opens up with the machasita shekel. So Perak Lamed Pasuk Yud Aleph. By the Berad Ronan Moshe Nemor, Hashem spoke to Moshe saying, "Kitisat Rosh Bnei Israel Kudehem." When you count the heads of Bnei Israel by their numbers, Venatenu Ish Kofer Nafshol Adonai Bifkodotam. Each person will give a kofer for his soul, a ransom for his soul to to God when he is when they are counted. Velo Yebaim Negev Bifkodotam, so that there will not be a a plague when they are counted. Yes. So what's this idea about a plague it's during the counted? Because God forbid, it's very bad. They say it's like Ayn Hara. Yes. Now, what does Ayn Hara mean? It means when you are when you are showing off. Or they say there there things we do it today. People, you, you shouldn't count your money in front of other people. Or jealousy, like jealousy, jealousy. Right. So creates jealousy. Um, more than that, also one of the things that one of the reasons you're not supposed to count on Israel. Is because you do not want to diminish Am Israel and quantify them as a number. You say, oh, Am Israel is 600, really? And they're just 600,000, so they're just people? You count them like rocks? No, Am Israel is more than just, it could, it's more than just re- representative in a number. And it's, nice. it's something, it's more deeper than that. Very okay, nice. so you don't want to, you don't want to limit Am Israel, the meaning and the, the, the quality of Am Israel. You don't want to diminish them to, to, to a number. This is what should be given anybody who's counted Half of a shekel using the shekel of the holy yeah. A shekel is 20 geras So half of a shekel would be 10, 10 geras yes. okay? uh, And this will be an offering to Hashem so, Rich or poor is the same yeah, right. And this is very similar to the beginning, beginning, when we first made the Mishkan, where it says, And what is what they gave? All of the various items of the Mishkan they gave as Tiruma. And then from then on, every year, they're going to have to give a similar Tiruma, which would be the Machatzit HaShekel. We're still giving it today. Yes, and how would they do it in the time of the Beit HaMikdash? In the time of the Beit Hamikdash, they would announce it in the mount, in the month of Adar, because they needed it for the month of Nisan, right? So they would, people would start giving it in the month of Adar, which is why 
we do parashat uh, what we, we do, do uh, the, the parashat yes. uh, of the of the shekel yes. we do the, when the, after the first, the first parashat Shabbat. shekelim we do it on the the Shabbat prior to Rosh Chodesh Adar right? because that's that's when they used to announce it meaning we're trying to mimic what they did in times of the Bet HaMikdash they announced it here in preparation for Pesach we know we know Pesach is coming up now that Rosh Chodesh Adar is coming up so now we're going to do the Parashat HaShekel it's a it's a Parashat Shekelim it kind of gets you excited you know because because you know, you know, you know Pesach is around the corner Pesach is like the highlight of the year okay Major cleaning. Anybody who is amongst those who are counted, who is 20 years and older, will give this offering to God. The rich shall not give more. And the, the poor shall not give less. From that half shekel. To give an offering to Hashem to bring a, a, a um, kapara on your souls, to make an atonement why, for your why souls. Why do you say 20 years old and older? Why not 13? Why not bar, bar mitzvah? Right Today we do bar mitzvah over bar mitzvah. I think one of the reasons was that there was used also for a military count. Meaning there were, like, there were a bunch of reasons for the shekel. One was to count B'nai Israel to get a sense of the size of the military. The other one was for the offering to the Beit HaMikdash for the Timidim and oh, for all the Korbanot. I think they were doing both. With, they were killing both with one stone. Uh, and, the, and again, the, the Shekalim would go to the things that were representative of all of Am Yisrael. Yes, right? yes, 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 yes. They wouldn't apply it to somebody's personal Korban. No, it went to the Timidim yes. and to the things that everybody had. Oh, in also, whatever they needed for the Beit HaMikdash. And also, I think it was for Bedek yes. If I'm not mistaken, it was for Bedek means renovations. Yes. Right, capex. It was not used for anything else, only for that. Right, right. But like a maintenance expenses. But like Achta, kesef akipurim meet bnei Israel v'natatato al abodat oel moed, and you will take the money of this atonement from bnei Israel and you will give it to the funds to, to, for the workings of the oel moed of the bet mikdash of mishkan. And it will be for Bnei Israel a remembrance before God to atone on their souls. Why is that? Why does it atone for Bnei Israel? Because by giving it, all of a sudden everybody earns a portion in the Korbanot that are atonement for, for them. So that seems to be how it's going to become. It makes the Korbanot a partnership, right? Exactly. And now everybody is getting atonement through the Korbanot. It's beautiful that it's The wealthy cannot give more. The poor man can, cannot give less. When it comes to how we serve God, there is complete equality. Meaning, what, what is the, the message? What is the message that that conveys to us in the way we are to relate to Borei Olam? That we are all the same. Yeah, exactly. It means that whether I am I have high status, whether I have low status, in Borei Olam, we are all the same. One hundred percent equal. That's a revolutionary concept. I always say that because you, you hear me saying it's a revolutionary concept a lot in our classes. But it is a revolutionary concept because in those days, they had a caste system. They had a system of hierarchy where this guy was closer to the gods. This guy was lower. Even in India, they have today. Sure. What, what do they have in India? They have the, the, the castes that are considered lower. Meaning in India, what happens, uh, you correct me if I'm wrong, but let's say you want to go and marry a girl. The girl's family is going to ask, what's the name of your family? Yes. Then they're going to check what status that family has 
in India. Meaning, and they have to like go and check. Wait, wait, it's not the man that goes, it's actually the woman that comes. What do you mean? The women come and ask for the hand of the man. Oh, really? Yeah, in India. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so then, so what I, so they're going to ask, is this girl from yes. a high family or a low yes, family? Exactly. And then it's not like, uh, it's not based on, on their Najabat. It's based on the power. And, and, and it's based on where they are in society, yes. meaning there's position. a rule. Uh, there are groups that I remember from when they're called like untouchable groups that are the lowest people that nobody will, meaning even if they're fully Najib and they work hard and they're good people and they're honest, they're considered low, right? And, and that's, that's not like, we we're surprised of that because we've accepted the culture of the Torah. But that's, that's actually the norm in, in the human mind. That's how people, that's how societies typically form themselves. This is very exactly what Mashalis are. This is what we are doing. This is the way we are. What, that everybody's equal? I mean, it's, it's a high... To, we come to... Yeah, we come to the Beit Knesset, everybody's equal. It's a high bar to reach for. Meaning in every community, there's going to be breakup by status, sure, there is, and there's going to be cliques. At the end of the day, we are all the same. We, are, we hold each other's hands and we go forward. Right, right. I mean, it's a, it's a midah that should be worked on. You know, there's always work to be done. I don't think we're completely there in our community. I think, I think the, our, the, under, the appreciation of the fact that we're all equal before Hashem, it's, again, it's, it's just as... It's not a natural tendency. It's a tendency. It's a. It's something that must be fought for. Unfortunately, the arrogance. We all have this arrogance. So once we get a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I read that. Get drunk. But but that's the idea. The idea is the machatita shekel. More than anything, it trains everyone to. to, to it trains the arrogant to humble themselves and say, "Look, Hashem is infinity. So if you are a hundred and the next guy is five, guess what?" It's both pretty much the same when it comes to the infinite. The one who doesn't have that you can be at the same yeah, level. Yeah, 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 exactly. The and it teaches the one who doesn't have and says, "Don't think you're so low," because in Boreolam's mm-hmm. eyes, Boreolam is infinity. So the guy that's a hundred next to you is pretty much zero compared to Boreolam, anyways. Know, and you never you know? know position change very fast. God forbid. Yeah, I'm I'm reading um, whoa, whoa, I'm reading. Whoa, whoa. You know the book Le, Le, Le Miserab? I don't know. Le Miserab, yes. <laughs> so I'm reading it right now. It's like uh, in French. No, and in, uh, in reading the translation, obviously. And that's one of the themes of the book. The themes of the book is like redemption, being able to, you start very, 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 very low, and then you, become. you, you may become, you know, the mayor of the town, you know. Okay, Pasuk 17. Hashem speaks to Moshe, he says, make a laver of copper, and it's... it's uh, it's, uh, washing, it's washing the, the peg that yeah. comes out of it, or whatever it's called, will be out of copper to be, to to wash. And you will put it between the oil moed and the mizbeach, meaning it will be after the the outer mizbeach on your entrance so into the, the kodesh. Okay. So that they can wash. And you will put water in it. Aaron and his sons will wash their their hands and their feet. When they come to Al Moed, they will wash so that they do not die. Or when they come into the to the Mizbeach to do Ketoret and to serve uh, to, to do Ketoret to Hashem. And they will wash their hands and they will not die. And it will be for them a, an eternal law. Him, he, and his descendants for their generations. What is the point of this? What, what is the idea here? <coughs> well, why is it that this may come at the penalty of death if they do not wash themselves? So one of the things which we've seen consistently, this is the same theme we've seen over and over, is that if B'nai Israel 
let me let me ask you this: If Bnei Israel, when they approached Har Sinai, what was the number one rule they stated over and over? To separate yourself from your wife. Oh, oh yeah, but good. They said that too. But what else did they say? The go, go clean, do, do, wash yourself, wash yourself and, and wash then your clothes also. Where, where could they not approach? Uh, the, the mountain. They cannot approach the mountain. This, this is the, the, the mountain. The, the tent of meeting right, exactly. is like the mountain. So what is the most important thing about the tent of meeting? Is if you are going to approach God, you have to be, you have to be clean. You have to do it with respect. And if you don't, then what are you showing when you approach God and you are unclean? Or you approach God yeah. and you are doing it and you are eating and drinking while you're looking at God. This is very disrespectful. It, it represents the it's fact lowering that... lowering Hashem. Exactly. Oh, you're Lord. lowering the glory of Borei Olam. It represents the fact that you do not have the proper level of respect for Borei Olam. It means you've gotten overly comfortable with God's presence, which is never okay. Never be. And the penalty for that is often in the Torah death. Oh. Who had this penalty exactly? Nadav and Yes. Where they got overly comfortable with Borei Olam's presence, so they said, "You know, we'll do, we'll bring the korbanot as we please. We'll do a ketoret that we want. We'll change it any which way we want. We'll change it because, anyways, between us and Hashem, we're friends now. But that that kind of uh, that, that it, with it's you need to create that distance. One of the ways you create that distance is by saying you need to be hundred percent clean of all. Meaning, if I go into the Beit Hamikdash and my hands are physically dirty, I have dirt on them, or my feet have dirt on them, what does that show? Again, it shows, you know, whenever you're around your kids, you don't care so much your hands to be. You only, when you, you wash your hands and you clean yourself before you go somewhere where you respect. Right? It's the so, same thing also when we have to go to, we have to leave this world. We have to get clean before wow. we go there. Wow, some the Tahara process. Sometimes you get sick, you have certain, you know, there are many different ways oh, to get, oh, I see to, what get you're saying. to get, you know, to get yeah, cleaned to out kapara. and then go. Yeah. Because when you go into Hashem, you have to be. Right. Okay, but that is that is the the kiyor. Next, by the way, Now you should take for you for you uh, um, chief spices. More deror chamesh meot, myrrh, five hundred vikinuon besem machatzito chamishim matayim, two hundred fifty cinnamon uknevosem chamishim matayim. What what are they going to make here? I'm not going to read all of these. This these is the atonement oil. This is the Shemina Mishra. Yeah, what we were discussing. Right, exactly. The Shemina Mishra, which we spoke about on, on yes. Sunday. Yes. Asito, um, and this is why we're speaking about it, because it's, again, one of the necessary elements yes. of the Mikdash. Yes. Okay? So, uh, the whole paragraph goes this, through this all of everything. the pieces. Just, I, wa I want to finish not, the. Not, um, yes, not the, you said the first. Uh, yeah, the first whole, first half of the parasha. This and you'll make this for the, for the Kwanim. This is also for the everything. For yeah, because you anoint all of yes, the, the pieces the of the Mishkan. Yes. So you're going to anoint Aaron and his sons. You're going to anoint the Shulchan, the, the Menorah, the uh, Mizbacha everything. Ketoret. You will anoint the, the Mizbacha Olah. You're going to anoint the Kiyor. Then you will sanctify them and they'll be separate. Anybody who touches them, Yikdash, I do not know what that means. It becomes the holy also. I don't know. What does that mean? If you touch Typically what it, what, it, what it means is You cannot touch them In a state of unholiness I think, I think whatever What does it mean like That if food, I touch them I no, become like holy the, Like the animal that touches it Or anything that touches it Becomes holy When you're doing the korban Or anything like that Okay Fine I think that's Typically we say that with tum'ah Now what's kedusha? I don't know what it means Again uh, Whatever it is Well Yikdash uh, could just mean Here becomes separate It could, it could mean Actually becomes tameh but I don't, I don't know uh, Whatever uh, it's, a, it's a detail that I promise we wouldn't get into 
then you will you will uh, you will anoint Aaron and his sons and separate them. Well, Bnei Israel to the Bnei Moshe and Mishkach Kodesh. The status of sacrifice, sacrificial holiness. However, if the object, if an object is not is eligible for holiness, holiness, for example, pebbles were placed in the vessel of the meal offering, they would Let's not see. become. Let's see. Where does it start? You Kodesh Kadashim. Anything that touches it, if it has the status of becoming holy, shall become remain holy of all. The sacred utensil is filled with substance that would normally be placed in that vessel as part of the tabernacle procedure. Oh, let's see. Whatever touches them it means that if a sacred is filled with the substance. Substance with status of sacrifice for holiness. Okay, it's a nuance. I, I'm not even going to, to repeat it over, over the recording. I'm going to the okay. incense. Aaron, uh, yeah. Basically, you're not allowed to remake this anointing oil and you Ever. cannot put it until, on anybody's skin unless it, is, unless it is the king or the Kohen Gadol or the Kohanim. Anybody who tries to make the same thing or he tries to anoint someone Correct. with it, He'll be cut off. Why, why is it so bad to, to, to copy it and to make it? Because this was specifically the incense in the Kodesh HaKodesh. No, do you, do you know what I think? Do you know what I think maybe also the reason? Because no, well, I'm talking about the anointing oil. Oh, right okay. Now. The problem, if you cr start creating your own anointing oil and you start anointing your own Kohanim, you create you division in Am Yisrael. Yes, and also it becomes Abodah. And then it becomes Abodah Zarah. The same way you don't have many different Bamot, you don't have many different anointing oils so that you don't have many different Kohanim. Because you want all the Kohanim to be serving the same God. Because wow. it's very easy if you have two sets of Kohanim oh. and they separate into separate Bathemic Dash. Each one has his own Kohanim. Each one has I, a, my, my, that could be, I'm thinking about that now. It's, it's wow. a thought that's coming to mind now. I think, I think there's probably truth to it. Because it says, Venikrat me Amab, you got cuts, cuts off from his nation. Meaning, before he can cause so a any, division so in the so nation, you cut him off. Hashem is in my, in my, on my, exactly, in, exactly. no, no, it's in mine. Right. Okay, the next segment talks about the Ketoret. It goes through all the pieces that were in the Ketoret. Again, we studied the Ketoret on Sunday. Ketoret was on in the morning and in the afternoon. And it was parallel to the Tamid. Right? And it was the incense offering that was brought on the golden Mizbeach. It's also known for some reason in the, in the Midrash and also in the Chumash as something that stops plagues. The Ketoret has the ability to stop plagues. Why? That's something that we will be looking into. I don't know. As we, as we study Parash Sefer Bamidbar, it will come up. Okay? Um, and we have the same rules that a person may not copy it and do it a, another Ketoret. And the final thing in our parasha before we get... There are two more things in our parasha. The first is, it goes through a list of who is going to be building all of this because we haven't spoken about that yes. yet. And yeah. the answer is, is the man named Bitzalel yes. ben Uri ben Chula Matei Yehuda. I'll fill him with the spirit of wisdom. I, I don't know. Maybe the has I'll fill him with the spirit of wisdom. This is in chapter 31. Yes. And behold, I've given him Aholiyah ben Achisamach, who is his right hand man, Dan. And to many artisans, I, will, I have given wisdom, and they will do exactly as I commanded you. 
and, and then the, the chapter goes on to describe all the various items again that, that, summarizing that, that, the items that they, will, that they will construct. exactly that they will be constructing maybe tomorrow we will begin with the Shabbat why the Shabbat is brought here of all places they just have to start doing the construction and they don't want perhaps I think there's a deeper connection between the Shabbat and the Mishkan it seems like We've spoken, we've touched on this in the past, but the Mishkan seems to resemble Briyat HaOlam in a way. It's like um, there are a few highlights in the life of B'nai Israel or in the life of the world. One is creation of the world. One is Ma'amad Har Sinai. And the other will be the creation of the Mishkan, which is a mimicking of Ma'amad Har Sinai. And each time we talk about one of these, these things... We, have to remind we remind ourselves about the Shabbat. Shabbat. We have to explore that a little bit deeper. Bezrashem will do that tomorrow. Baruch Adonai Lulam. Amen. 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 Amen